to the Reggae Pod Clash, where man like Devin, that's me, and Reggae Raj talk all things reggae. In episode 11, we're joined by our good friends, Fortunate Youth. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Devin, yeah. how are you doing? I'm great, man. How are you? I cannot complain, man. It's beautiful to be alive and with one of my favorite uh, reggae bands in the world. They're on today. I'm going to go ahead and say they're my favorite reggae band in the world. <laughs> Number one for you, huh? Number one. Yeah, I thought no so. One, I always no knew one, it. No one comes at a close second. No hmm. one. Fortunate Youth will be on the show today, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. We're These are our boys. Second. These are our boys. Yeah, man. The Hang. This is The Hang. It's always nice. You know, I, so far we've been so lucky to have so many great guests. Um, yeah. And it's always really, like, extra special when it's some of your friends. You know yes, what I mean? Definitely. Um, you know, when when you're playing these festivals, you get to... It's it's pretty much we go on and we play shows and that's the work right that's the nine to five and we enjoy playing music, but the other half of the party is just the backstage and yes. the hang and all that. So that's true. You know, it's like there's this people musicians like to say, oh, like the backstage isn't all it's cracked up to be, but in this scene it kind of is. You know, it's well, it's, sure. it's a pretty fun hang. Yeah, everyone's you know passing around the ganja the kids <laughs> call it the ganja huh? we, we say ganja ganja and drinking adult beverages and what mm-hmm. so and uh in these days there's a lot of tasty adult beverages there's this store um by Jeanette's house and it's uh like they got all the good beers all the like hard to find beers so nice fun with that yeah side note that's for our <laughs> beer podcast sorry yeah what what are you drinking a beer today i am yeah 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 i got um it's a good beer it's pretty simple but nice one. Oh, there you go can't go wrong with that yeah i've got i really like this westfalia mm-hmm. uh it's a red ale this company's great everything okay. they make is really tasty and it's a nuremberg red ale ah. um i like red ales but sometimes like the reds and the browns can have this weird like burnt taste yeah yeah totally but this one doesn't it's nice and sweet okay. and you know what else is nice and sweet raj what is nice and sweet the record that you have selected for this week. Yes. And it's funny you said that. It's funny that you gave it that kind of intro, and hmm. I'll tell you why in a bit. But yes, without further ado, let's play it. Can you, what, let's, uh, people listening to the podcast, why don't you uh, tell them what record this is before I put it on? Before you put this on, this is Larry and Alvin? Is it Larry and Alvin? It's Larry and Alvin. Yes, it is. I'm like, is it Larry and Terry? <laughs> no, Larry and Alvin. And, and the song's called Smell You Crip. Yes. Me know this one. Run chewing.
there's so many reasons why I love that tune. And um, the first is the name. <laughs> right. <laughs> so so like, when you look at it, you know, smell your, it's C-R-E-P. It's, right. It's, it's, it's obviously everyone, their mind first goes, smell your crap. And I'm like, smell your crepe, like a crepe, like a food, like crepe. Right. Which crepe. is which is better? I would if you had to choose between two of those things to smell. Right. Well, definitely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so the, the name is is kind of funky, right? And the whole meaning behind it. But the two. I mean, the reason why I really love it is just Jackie's piano. I'm assuming Jackie Matu's the one playing piano. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is him playing organ. Um, I could be wrong, but that piano is rocking. I mean, if you listen to it again, it's just. I've never heard piano play that pattern. Even in the Studio One stuff, and I know it's not something that you really think about at first, but like it's just gang, 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 gang. Like it's just bang. right. Like nowadays, you couldn't get away with that because the way the instruments were separated uh-huh. and whatever method they recorded in, it was it worked out. It wasn't too abrasive. It wasn't too in your face. It added to the texture. It was just a texture in the background, and so. <laughs> but that's something that caught my ear off the off the jump. Is it like, dang, this piano is rocking. And, you know, of course, it's just a good groove. The bass is driving and everything like that. Um, and I thought it was relevant, relevant tune to, to bring up because, you know, we, over the past couple shows, we've been talking about some of these songs that really show the transition from uh, era to era. And we talked about Nanny Goat, which is the flip side um, to this Oh, okay. Song. So I didn't know Nanny that. Nanny Goat's the flip side. Well, at least on the copy I have. All right. Um, and so, yeah, you know, uh, this group, Larry and, Larry and Alvin, Larry Marshall, teamed up with uh, Alvin Leslie, and they formed a group. And they have freaking a couple bangers under their belts. Nanny Goat and uh, Throw Me Corn, which are two big songs, you know, right. in all of our books. Um, so, yeah, I was like, okay, cool. I had, the, I was, like, thinking about playing the Nanny Goat song, but then I was like, oh, yeah, this is the flip. I got to play this one. So, I've, I've heard it before. I think my brother showed me that song. Mm. And so did you, I'm sorry, did you say already, but like, do we know what crep is? <laughs> so I I was hoping you would decipher this one. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, it's kind of like a little Patois vibe. So I can't really, uh, you know, really get the whole gist of the whole message. But you right. know, boy, boy, I smell you a crep. So it's like, I'm sure that's what they're going for is like, after this guy, what's going on here? You know, right. I, I can see right through you. I see what's going on, you know? So, um. That's the vibe I got from it. Yeah. I at the end of the day, um, only Larry Marshall, Larry and Alvin can tell us what the whole thing's about. And, and Larry... got their cell phone, so I can call him, too. Well, you don't got Larry's. Larry, no, actually, Larry. La- Larry's passed on, but right. maybe Alvin right. is still around. Alvin might be around. I didn't yeah. know... I never knew it was Alvin Leslie. Does he have, like... I'm ignorant of him. Like, I know he Alvin Wranglin, of course. Doesn't have Jack. Okay, and so compared- he was just there with... He was just an and. I mean... You know, Alvin, if you're watching, I don't mean to say you're just an and, but... Come on. You know? Alvin. <laughs> Alvin Bro, you don't know. Alvin could just be our, like... Our, our viewers went from 2,000 to, <laughs> to 1,999. Thank you, Devin. Oh, yeah. Alvin scrammed. Dang it. Dang well, it. You know what? It's, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, okay, cool. Larry Marshall. Well, f- first of all, to to figure out that the Larry is Larry Marshall is cool, right? Because it's like, okay, Larry Marshall, great. But um, trying to see, yeah, did, did uh, Alvin Leslie have any tunes that i might know or anybody and it was like zero i want to say his Uh work his work was limited to to this co you know to this partnership he had with larry larry marshall it was it and then larry just kind (laughs) of went on and had a little baby career nothing big you know no nothing big only one of the most influential jamaican singers well that was a great record everyone go check it out on the reggae podclash.com or on youtube um and we have uh, of course fortunate youth is coming up um very very soon but i 
have a record to play mm. before we bring on the fortunate youth guys um and by the way everybody watching please hit the share button hit the like button let's get um let's get all your friends and family watching this it's going to be a great episode with fortunate youth and uh they're coming up real soon but before i bring them on i want to play this record so this one um before i play it it's a special one it's by a group called atamas or atamas i don't know how you pronounce it um and it is you're like you know at first i was when i first when i first heard it i was like what is it just some obscure group but no it is you guys will all recognize the lead singer on this if you listen to jamaican music at all you will recognize the lead singer here um so i'll leave you with that and on the flip side we will come back and talk about this record before we bring fortunate youth on if anybody caught the lead singer there but that is so the group is called ataras but that is pipe from the wailing souls singing lead and joe higgs is singing the harmony on that so i mean that's just a just right off the bat if you were like starting a super group of singers and you were like well let's get pipe and joe higgs that's it (laughs) that's all you need and then not to mention that that's god i don't know this for 100 percent sure but that's got to be carlton barrett on drums oh and it sounds a lot like family man on bass i mean the rhythm is so heavy um and that so that one was like just really obscure from the time it was released until about 10 years ago when the great pressure sounds reissue label reissued it on this like really really thick great seven inch Mm -hmm. um and so now it's pretty uh readily available but um i had had that song on a tape that i actually taped like in the very early days of the internet like when people were doing like reggae streams i would like take the line out and plug it into my tape machine and like tape people's things and i had a tape of the of that guy dj greedy g from from the uk yeah and and he played that song and i was just like what is this and like I, I, I could hear that it was pipe from the Wailing Souls, but he didn't he didn't list what group it was. So I was always looking for like a Wailing Souls tune called Brimstone and Fire and can never find anything. Right, right. And then flash forward to the release of this, and it was just like one of those moments where I was like, oh, like damn, that's that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. But you know that's so that's a Joe Higgs production on his own Elevation label, which I don't really know that much about the Elevation label. Right. Um, 
And yeah, it's Pipe from the Wailing Souls and Joe Higgs singing harmony with the the Barrett Brothers. It sounds like on bass and drums. You totally don't get like, like really any heavier than that. Right. That I mean, when the when the tune first kicks in, the groove of it. Right. Us as reggae musicians, we. You know, you're never gonna nail. You're never gonna get it. You just, it's not gonna happen yeah. <laughs> in a million years. This is impossible, right? Um, but that is something we're definitely never gonna get. Is this immediate like groove, and it's just so so slow. I'm gonna use the word slow, but like it's a million other things, just groovy and like just it's so like pimp the drums and the and, and the bass. I mean, you know what I'm gonna do? It's just. You know, we gotta go ahead and uh, I gotta find my mouse first, <laughs> and go ahead and just for a quick. Just... Yeah, it's harder to play like just that groove and because the, the the drummer like Carlton Barrett is doing a one drop right, but when you see a lot of bands that are like trying to play that Carlton Barrett one drop groove, mm-hmm. it ends up being so swingy. That it loses some of the groove, right? It loses, right. like, you know, when I say groove in this context, I mean, like, think about James Brown or, like, the meters, you know, where you're just mm-hmm. listening, just like, oh, oh, like, I can't believe how good this is, you know? Right. And Carlton Barrett was able to do that so slow, but never just like, and it just never fell off. And then his little, like, fills, there's no Carlton Barrett, it's a cliche thing to say, right? Bob Marley's drummer, but to me, he's the best drummer in Jamaican music. Right, I. You know what? That's a testament to Bob, and I'll tell you why. Not take anything away from the Barrett brothers, right? But game recognized game, and I'm sure that when, when at that moment, you know, like you know, Peter and Bunny are, are it's like you know when when things are starting to really happen. Peter and Bunny leaving the Whalers, and then Bob's going to take his band and decide, okay, these are the guys I'm going to round up. Um, obviously, he's been working with them already with with Bunny and Peter, but it's like, nah, I I need the brothers right here. This bass and this drum. It's it, like right, and and you're right. It is cliche to say it just because it is Bob's yeah. drummer. But if anybody watching this does, isn't familiar with the Hippie Boys or the Upsetters, please go and just type that in. The Upsetters, Hippie Boys, Lee Perry. I mean, the Barrett Brothers were they were in those bands. They were drumming bass mm-hmm. in those bands. So they were 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 doing their thing and and were making noise far beyond when they just uh, started playing with Bob Marley. But and, you know. and Lee Perry was reportedly pretty upset when Bob like took oh, the Barrett yeah. brother basically took the upsetters and made them the whalers and went on tour he was like thanks you, you took <laughs> yeah, took thanks. my band like <laughs> pretty pretty cool thanks Isn't Bob funny though? I mean without getting into detail but like on little you know and I mean this like tongue in cheek but even in our scenes you know there's things that, that like that and it's not it doesn't have to lead to, it's not drama it's like it's just it is what it is like cats right. would be like alright it's like man this guy's like the dopest on bass this guy's the dopest on guitar whatever insert instrument and you know it is what it is. If you're if you're if you're um, at the top of your game, then hey, if Lee Perry had been paying the Bear Brothers, <laughs> right? You know, like I'm not saying he wasn't, but they weren't going to make the money that they were going to make on. But whatever, yeah. may not may not talk about their money. <laughs> All right. Well, so those are our tunes of the week. And remember, yeah. if you're digging the songs you hear, you can always go to the reggaepodclash dot com, yeah. and we and we put up a playlist of the tunes that we're going to feature. The following week, so you can go there right now and hear next week's tunes of the week plus um, a handful of other songs that we've picked, just so yeah. you can kind of familiarize yourself with the stuff. So when we're talking about it, um, 
you know you've heard it before and um also if you you know if you guys like podcasts podcast that's the thing you can now download the rush Flash anywhere you listen to podcasts so you know apple podcast spotify whatever it is go go subscribe leave us a review leave us a a, a good rating and uh, the reggae gods will smile upon you well mm-hmm. it is now our great pleasure to bring you a group of men Man. Who for many years now have been the defining sound of reggae music coming out of the South Bay, Hermosa Beach area of Southern California. Yes. They are relentless road warriors and have crisscrossed the country playing more shows than any other band I know. They have seven albums on Spotify, including their most recent release, release Live from California, which we're going to talk about. Please, everybody, put your digital hands together and help us welcome to the Pod Clash. Greg and Dan Kelly from Fortunate Youth. Yeah. Yes, boys. Hey. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I see Dan's on. There he is. Yeah, What's up, man. Guys? What's up, guys, man? How you doing, Greg? How you doing, Dan? Good, man. Yeah, Good, guys. man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having the best time already. Oh, Dan's having fun over there. Good guys in my sights, you know, a little bit. I love the backgrounds, man. I mean, like that's part of the that's part of the thing in, in doing these streams is like, all right, what's going to be the backdrop to right. everyone? And it's so cool. Like every time, the banana costume right there. I, I have the it. banana costume too. I've got that same this is, banana costume. This is a cop. Do you have a cop? I don't. Oh, no, man. no. That's a it's a known fact. Are you, are you sure, Devin? Come on, yeah, come on! <laughs> and sorry, Devin, it's just the way it is. That's no rooster bullshit, in this goddamn shit, fuck right there. What, what if what if I upped you one and I had a live rooster in this studio? Then I would I would win. I think I, but I don't. So you win. You win. You win. I'm looking yeah, around like I have one. <laughs> Man, so how are you guys doing on this lovely Saturday? I mean, um, thank you for being on the show. You know, we've we've been doing this for a little bit, and and uh, you know. Um. We're enjoying it, and you guys were on our list of guys who wanted to get in here because, like, like we said at the top of the show, you guys are the homies, and um, yeah, we just love talking. Thanks to y'all. for having us, guys. We're stoked to be here. Heck yeah, dude. Where are you guys uh, uh, calling in from, Greg? Where are you calling in from? Uh, I'm on my way home. Uh, I'm in Monterey currently, but <laughs> I live in LA, so uh, I'll be there tomorrow. But just you know. Slow roll back home. Right. Right. Dan, where are you from? Where are you where are you calling from? What's I'm in, technically right now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm in I'm in uh, Redondo Beach, California. Hello? Nice. Yeah. 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 Testing this out. Hold on, where's my headphones? Let me get those on. Because you guys are so pro, I better look up. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, there you go. Not that there's a cord, oh, there's a cord plugged into this, you know, but we're, we're going to work out. <laughs> it's all a facade. It's all yeah. made out of styrofoam. It's just there to make us look, look the part. Someone in the comments, um, Greg wants to know how you get your hair like that. Um, you know, you just, you, let it, you just let it go you and you sit in the sun, and that's about it. You don't cut it, and you don't. For think anyone about listening it, to the podcast, Greg, you don't, Greg has a, a just a luscious. Think about it. Yeah. My hair. Thanks, guys. Appreciate that. I I, I like uh, pretty soon, but right now, Greg, come on, what do you shampoo with? Huh? Herbal essence. Is it all organic? You know, it's been a few years. It's been a few years. 
No, no, that's not about me. Because I don't even. Yeah, it is. You know, I do it every it's other day. Show. You know, because it's it's going anyway. You know, I'm part of the. I'm leaving. I'm leaving my hair behind club. Yeah. Join the club, man. See, I, I, I like it. I like how this made it to the first Not only am I the president, but I'm also the president. I love it. I, I don't miss it. it. I don't miss it one bit, especially oh, those dude. beautiful locks, and we want to know dude, what you do dude, with see, Roger, Roger is way ahead of, of the game. He's like, I love it. Ahead of don't have anything to worry about. The other game, and we want to know, everyone out there wants yeah. to know, precious. what do you, Greg, what do you use for your lovely locks of love? Um, Dan Kelly's new shampoo. No, no, I'm losing my. <laughs> God damn it! Hey, you'll yeah. never find out, Dan. Never. I'm taking a shot. You see, you you drive me to drinking, son. You drive me to drinking. Oh, here we go. First shot of the day, right? Here we go. Cheers, guys. I, this is my first beer of the day. Hey, what beer are we drinking, fellas? Oh, eight or five. Here we got we got to cheers the the, the camera. Yeah. Oh, right. cheers. cheers. Wait, hold on. Cheers. Oh, Cheers. Just so everybody, I, I've been on. Uh, I was if gonna say it. closer, it looks bigger. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's really I've been on. Stuff. I've been on a couple tours with Fortunate Youth, and this is exactly what the green rooms are like. You guys are witnessing it. <laughs> Love it. We're gonna rally up, guys. We're gonna go go out there. We're gonna give it 110 percent. If we ain't gonna give 100, we're gonna give 110. You can't. You can't. <laughs> pull it up. Pull it up. Pull it up. What language okay, I have questions you for you guys. I'll start with that question. Do you guys actually have like a whole roundup speech before you jump on stage? Greg, always yeah, have you guys. Speech. Come on, Greg, take it away. Greg, give us a sample. I mean, don't give me the secret. Don't <laughs> oh, give me the secret man. to the. You guys just, just give me, a put me. All right, the sample. Um, let me see what I can think There's of. There's right a spot. Everybody put your hands in there, you know, everybody puts their hands in and then a big bear in. hug. Devin, put your hand in. Right, right, right. Put your hand, bear hug with the hand in or, or no, hand it's in like first. a bear hug. It's like a bear <laughs> hug. Everyone just got a bear hug. Put right. your put your paws in there. Put your paws in there. My hands here. And then you take a knee. Oh no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Right. Oh, it's too much. My hands out. We don't do anything. It's too much. Right, and then, right. uh, and then you just, you just go. You just say, "All right, who's gonna light this, this first? There was one time we did something. It was at the rocks. Was it Roxy? Okay. And there was in the back because the, the screen. You know, they actually have a screen that goes down, and so. You know, Jared Segal is there. We're all like, "All right, here we go, man. Here we go, dude." And that's about it. You know, that was probably once in seven years, maybe. Uh-huh. Okay. 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 I like it. Yeah, we just act- go out there and go do it. Just go and do it, huh? We're lucky to get all the members on at the same time. That's exactly. What I was to say sometimes it's like, well, just where's everyone at? Where's that guy? What's Dude, I will do it right now. I will do it right now. I will do it right now. And he knows he's here. And it's not. It's not YouTube that I see on the top of my screen. It's the guy next to me. Right next to me this way. So Greg, get, Greg and get here. You mean that's the why I always. I don't know what happens with the with the chant because I'm never there on time for it. No, no. I don't, this time he literally. We're we have drums playing. Yeah. He is not parked. He's okay. Maybe he's parked. Maybe he's got out of his car. But that's it. And right. so he's running and they're good. You got the side dude on the side. Maybe it, it was Raleigh or or, or Jacko. They're just like not Jacko because Jacko would like throw it in your face. Uh, it was it was Jacko. Oh, it, was, God. it was at uh, Pacific Amphitheater. I think you're talking about <laughs> with Steel Pulse three years ago. 
<laughs> three days ago, and uh, I think that's what you're talking about. Oh, driving me to drinking. I just didn't even take a shot. I did, yeah, I got I, I got a little stuck in traffic. Got lucky uh-huh. uh, that I made it in time for, like you said, the first couple, you know, couple seconds of the song. Right. And uh, it worked out great. We had a great show. Steel Pulse absolutely smashed it. I don't think they know how to do it any different. And uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And Dan was over there with that smirk, like, ha ha, what the hell? <laughs> All's out, ends well. What are you gonna do? What as, are you gonna okay, do? so those, those, as those I mentioned, it lively. You know what I mean? You gotta keep everybody on their toes. It was. You don't want anybody getting bored. It was lively. It was yummy. <laughs> what we call a girlfriend factor. All right, there's rules of the road, and this one is number 17A slash B. It's called the girlfriend factor. And anytime you got a girlfriend in the house, you know, you got a band member, bands listening, you know, give 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes leeway for the girlfriend factor. You might say a time, but when you got a girlfriend and, and a member of his girlfriend on the road, all right, we're tacking on 30, 40. So if tour managers smart, they will tack on at least double that and say, all right, I need you here. So then they're they're not only late, they're double late, and then makes it on time. What if the girlfriend has a boyfriend? <laughs> That's good. Well then, well, then it's a different band. Do you ever do you ever do the thing where they're like, well, where are you at? What exit are you off of? And you just name like so you're, six exits ahead of you. Oh, I hang up. I just hang up right there. I hang up. This guy is the king of that to where uh-huh. you because you're on my other side no no i've never i this is our 11th episode and i still can't figure out like what my fingers are like pointing Which at way? yeah i think he's over there yeah i think um, if we had a rule if we had a if we had a bet going on the band who's going to be late oh <laughs> look at it it'd be between me and dan Definitely. Okay, six. So, so we that's can think. Because I'm riding can... with you, bro. It's because I'm riding with you. We live next to each other. We're, we, you know, come so, on. So we got the two tardy guys on the show. Excellent. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you guys. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys are both pretty on time. You guys Musicians are on time. Always yeah, we made it. We made it today on time, Dan. Oh yeah, no problem. Mm-hmm. And with that's that great, great head of hair, I mean, I have nothing to complain about. Love it. Can I ask you guys a question? Um, as I mentioned in the intro, you guys are like super road warriors. And so like with this, you know, obviously like the music touring industry shut down. You guys aren't able to go on the road. Like how has that been for you guys? Are you guys having like tour withdrawals? Why don't you, you st- I'm going to have to choose. Dan, you start. You have Dan, to answer that first. You start. Well, at the beginning of this whole thing, you know, honestly, it was, uh, it was a technology learning curve. Uh, this has been five months, I want to tell you. And so, uh, you know, the first few months, uh, me and me and uh, Mike D, Mike D came over to the house. Everyone's quarantined their house. Half the band, literally, Greg included, has had babies in the past, like before quarantine. Like all this, all this real shit is really happening. Uh, real life shit. And so, uh, for for me and Mike D, we're like, all right, Mike D lives with a ninety-something-year-old grandmother, you know, and so he can't be too out there. And so I've quarantined myself pretty good. And so he came over once a week, twice a week, because I did a cooking show on Thursday, and then Friday we did Fortunate Fridays. And and Mike D got all the technical stuff. Like right now, you see this border 
of, of us four guys and you see a background and you, and you see some things cool on the bottom you know tag and that's what might be thanks i gotta change that actually thank you online broadcasting system you know which is one of these guys we're learning it you know and so yeah. for five uh i want to say seven weeks we did this so about I don't, maybe god was it more i think it could have been 10 weeks well so 10 weeks and so then uh, yeah because mike d got hit by a car and so we hey. stopped doing the whole shit we raised some money thank you guys that are listening to that helped us raise some money for him uh, i think we raised almost uh, 20 grand for him um the question is how do you feel being off the road now the question is how <laughs> feel being off the road now yes i hear your your manager is in the background uh, excellent and the truth of the matter is that it absolutely sucks. Okay. There's nothing nothing great about it because all those times of doing this live stuff, there's just Mike D in front of me. And then all these answers of all these questions you can't answer. And then all this work that you, it will never, ever, ever equal. I mean, Naka goes on live at three every day, you know, and, that, and I don't, I don't shine up on that. Please do get the everyone needs some so love, needs some guidance, and needs on. everything else. answer the question, Sunday. Come on. Anyway, so so the the moral of the story is is that uh, we do miss the road. Life was the road. Everything was the road for us. And it's it's cool that it's not happening in some weird ten percent way. But really, I just miss it every day. <laughs> And, and you go ahead and go, Mr. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Greg. Greg, what do you think? Greg. What Are you having tour withdrawals? Oh, um, tour withdrawals. I would say, uh, you know, like Dan said, we've been so, and, and you said, I think we're all, all have uh, experienced like the, the road warrior lifestyle of just putting your head down and, and grinding through tour dates for years. And uh, I think that was a crazy thing for all of us to take a step back and and have the time to almost like kind of reflect on that and be like, wow, like not on the run uh, as we have been. Um, so I, for me, obviously, family time has been great. Um, you know, I think we're all missing uh, the live music and and everything that comes with that. All the all the togetherness. You know, everybody getting together. You know, you feel like you haven't seen people you know, at this point, normally you'll see them a couple months. Now it's like year or two or, you know, however uh, it all unfolds. But it's, uh, it's you know, silver lining for me. Like Dan said, uh, having a family, it's, you, you definitely cherish all the time at home. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're trying to stay busy music-wise um, to fill that void of, of no shows, you know. Like, it's, uh, it's a crazy thing, you know. We've been blessed and cursed i think with the non-stop aspect of of playing shows and traveling so um you know a little bit of pros and cons but yeah i can't wait till everyone can get back into it and you can see that it, it definitely feeds people's soul a little bit to where you know everyone is i feel like having some live live music withdrawals um here and they're just talking to people so definitely i see it in the comments right now people saying we miss live, mu- live music nicole says what's up fools we miss you yeah so, we miss everybody so. that's for sure so hope everyone's doing good out there with all all the changes every every day you know what i mean it's it's right. i don't think there's been a break in that of just uh you know everyone trying to figure it out so you know i think we're in the same boat there greg you mentioned pros and cons and i'm sure everyone has the pros and cons 
of of you know this era of us having to stay home quarantine not being able especially musicians right we find there's a lot more free time on our hands so have you guys used that you know still being productive with the band like writing music have you guys been either individually or bouncing ideas um yeah yeah Yeah, definitely uh for us that was a a huge goal through all this was you know we had a, a plan that you know, as you guys know, you're just trying to get as much of the music out there as you're as you're creating it. The more you sit on it, the more you kind of are like, man, it's needs to get out there. You know, so we had all this music um, kind of prepared to be getting into the studio actually in like May. So everything gets pushed back uh, with everything that's going around on around the world, and so we're we're just about to get in the studio actually uh, in the next two weeks. So. In the meantime, like you said, we've just been doing more at-home studio stuff, all of us getting better at that. And uh, so that's been a, a cool thing, too, because normally we're able to get together, kind of just jump in the studio or, you know, go rehearse together, and you get faster results, I think, you know, working through some of the songs. So it was, it was cool and difficult at times to, you know, do it from afar. Uh, but it was fun. I, th- I think it's it's been good for all of us, and I'm sure the – the product of, of all of us, you know, doing it that way will, will be a good thing as well. So and yeah, we got, we got uh, Marshall Goodman, Ross MG, Long Beach Dub oh. All-Stars in the comments. He wants, he was touching on that. When's the, when's the next record coming out? He wants yeah, to know. Marshall. Uh, well, like you mentioned earlier, we just put out this live yeah, album. If, if you haven't heard it, the live from California, which we recorded uh, in November uh on the west coast so that was a a fun and kind of milestone for us getting to do a live album um a couple new tracks but a lot of old tracks in in a new version so uh that was awesome and then uh yeah once we get in the studio in the next couple weeks we'll hopefully get everything out by the fall and uh stick to that plan and it's it's good to get back into the studio i think for us I was going to ask you about that because I was listening to the album and I mean, I mean, it's a great album. You guys are, uh, you know, uh, not, and I could, even if the album wasn't there, I can just totally say this because, you know, we played shows together and everything, but you guys are one of the best. A band can translate well in the studio and a band can translate well on the stage and you guys do both. And so I tip my hats, I tip my hat off to you guys that whenever I would go out there to watch you guys, um, not only did the audience totally love it and was into it, but like, I'm over there studying you guys. Like, all right, cool. Because it's such like, you know. Go on, Rod. I'm on, Rod. Dan's laughing at you, Roger. Oh, they're laughing. Go on, Rod. For people that are listening, they're laughing. I agree. At You're right, but I, you know, you got, you know, the, the two key, two keysies, and and Dan, you have such a charisma on stage. You, you guys better stop it. You guys have to know that you guys are murdering the game. So, um, when I hear that live album, I mean, there's a lot of that vibe Thanks, that comes man. through, and that's hard, man. I mean, that's hard. We, we, you know. Um, Devin, have you, you got to be more than a message. You, know? you got to stand up loud and you got to stand up proud and you got to go out there and be more right. than a message. You know, people right. people don't feel the words as much as they feel the vibe. This is the first time I've ever seen Dan Kelly yeah. with the microphone like the right way up, though. It's usually pointed the other True. way. I ain't holding True. it, you know. Yeah. It's all loose, bro. I love that. That was one of that's one of the first things. I'm like, man, Dan got some style up there, murdering the game and trademarking, trademarking the the vibe no one could be rocking that now. you know we're from we're from south bay los angeles california here in hermosa beach and and i want to say that a lot of my friends you know in the south bay you know pennywise and 
and tomorrow's bad seed too. And, and you know, there, we all come from a little, even the, yeah, what, Black Flag, a, a lot of punk band descendants come from the same town as we are from. So a lot of that, a lot of that holding that microphone upside down is a little bit of fuck you. And, and gratitude is not is not necessary in a punk mentality. A fuck you is like almost thank you. You know what I mean? We're from a punk town, and so we're you know when I grew up in in this town and playing music, like I had punkers that would just be rowdy, and mosh pitting in the set, and you your 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 nuts might get tapped, you know. <laughs> but that's gratitude somehow. Punker Paul, shout out to you. He's a preacher now. That's how punk goes. We all we all go to he's something. A, he's a nut tapping preacher. <laughs> we, we, go to one, we go to one distance to another. You know what I mean? When it comes to when it comes to it all, it's all really gratitude. It's heartfelt. You know what I mean? So in this town, you know, when the microphone's upside down, it's about it's about mentality of like, come on. You know, that this this you know, this this is about us all. And and I don't have to raise a fist, but I had to do calls awareness to like life and motion and and relationship and feelings and and a lot of things that reggae music stands for is subject content to the words. You guys are playing uh, music before that you know and you guys do a lot of homage to the music. You know the music itself. Who's on the drums? You know uh, who's on the bass? Is it oh oh oh? Is it you know like who's on the microphone? Is it uh, you know like I, I watch it so I love it and. Uh, and in and, and those homages, you know, in us in South Bay, we, you know, in myself, only myself, I think, you know, when it comes to the microphone, holding it down, you know, when it comes to being somewhat of a badass, because I'm from Mississippi originally. And when I moved to California, I found out these people are badasses. Hmm. We got a lot of things to say. We got a lot of things to say. We mean so much. Our, our walk means something. You know, and, and who we talk to or friends, we are the company we keep. And so for me, you know, when it comes to musicians and singers, you know, you got, I got to look and listen and, and really bring it in. And so for my reggae pioneers that were for me, they said so much and meant so much. And they mean so much to me that I, I love when my band, Fortunate Youth, brings in all these melodies. And I'm like, how can I talk about what means something to us? Now, it's not about religion. It's about how we are as people, you know, the microphone upside down is like a little bit of thank you and to fuck you to the ones that don't understand. And that I, I do want you to, but it's my punk mentality being like, yeah, fuck you. No, it's beautiful. You're gonna raise it. They're going to kick it up. Dude, you, know, it. you mentioned like, you, okay, so I'm, just, bad, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. That's great. And you mentioned like being from, from Hermosa beach and the South Bay. And like, I was going to touch on that because you know, you guys have like a, to me, have always had a really identifiable sound. Um, and like, you you know, when I think about how a band from Hermosa Beach or Redondo is like probably going to sound, my stereotypical expectation is like punk rock mixed with like a beach surfy sound. But you guys, I, I don't really hear that when I listen to you guys. Like there, you know, there's a little bit of that in there. But like to me, it always sounded way more like you were listening to Jamaican music as opposed to Southern California you know, reggae rock. And so I wanted to ask you guys, maybe I'll start with Greg, like how you crafted your sound and specifically like what you guys were listening to that inspired you to play that way. Cause even if people go listen to your live record, I mean, I'm not going to say that it, you know, like 
I'm all away. It's like uh, live record is bomb. I'm just saying that it does. It sounds like to me <laughs> that these are a group of that these are a group of guys who are listening to to Jamaican music rather than like what I stereotypically expect to come out of like Hermosa Beach. So, you know, what were you guys listening to to get that sound? Yeah, I, I, I feel you on that. And uh, I think that was our goal was, you know, you take your influences. So they're all like equally important and you want to make your own sound. Um, so, yeah, we had those influences, like you said, that would kind of be like the beach vibe um, and L.A. culture. And then, you know, I, I think we definitely had the backbone of, you know, roots reggae because that was just what we were into. Um coming into all this and, and like um, we've talked about it where it's just kind of how it came out. Like first time we jammed cool. This is like what the vibe was going towards. It was a modern, you know, roots vibe um, that we, you know, I, and I think as we went on, we tried to blend more, you know, Dan being from Mississippi brought his own, you know, Southern blues style that, you know, none of us, really have that you know in in the upbringing of la you know what i mean that's just like a whole different um depth of culture uh in that style of music so like but we all grew up listening to certain aspects so you know we picked certain things that we like and and put them together but we really wanted to make sure as we got going with the reggae vibe that we were paying tribute to you know the stuff that we had had so much respect for over the years and um you know old stuff uh, that they taught me reggae a lot, honestly. They, you know, they gave me soundtracks, you know, uh, cassette tapes with all these different, you know, and all these different bands that we play with today. So it means so much to me that I am part of this, and mm-hmm. it means so much to me to, to carry the lyrical standpoint of the vocabulary of like, let's stay strong, let's be more than ourselves. You know, these guys taught me, these guys taught me a lot of that. So, you know, I would. I wouldn't I wouldn't be unfortunate you that they didn't love it so much and, and told me so much and taught me so much. When I look at you two guys, I'm like, oh you guys you guys are essence of encyclopedias. You guys are encyclopedias. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, just so much awesome information because you guys, you know, care about the history. It, it you know, it's fun, you guys enjoy it. You, you wanna find out who's playing bass on what track, uh, what year. And, uh, yeah, I think that's, as we've dug into it more and more, you know, you just, you, you learn so much more and then that really drives your style. I feel like, uh, musically and our first show just randomly, uh, we had played some like backyard stuff, just getting it yeah. all together. We had combined two bands. Um, Dan was in a band called Ruboy Roots, uh, Corey Gonzo. He was in a band, Irish State of Mind. Yeah, we had Irish State of Mind, so we put it yeah. together and made Fortune. Oh, the Ruboy, was with uh, the Abyssinians. Nice. And, like opening up bad. the Abyssinians. And, uh, um, oh, that's the grandfather of the grandfather's <laughs> band. That's like, that's, that's like, I mean, that's, that's like, like you were like, oh, let's first start show this rock just... and let's start this. And we're like, oh, this is, this this is pretty cool, you know. And and Corey and I don't think we're twenty one yet, so nah, like, nah. we don't even really supposed to be allowed to like watch dude. the show after we play. I was thirty. And, uh, <laughs> I was like, we're uh, so it was an honor. And then you know, from there, every every legendary musician we get to meet, like you guys, you know what I mean. Everyone I think is doing their own thing, their own way. We get to be like, damn, we got to 
jam with Roger. You know, I think the last time we were in the studio was with with you, Roger. And and yeah, uh, that's what I think today, I'm, I'm thinking today. Today we, I think today. Damn it, we play with everybody cool. We we so, like lived our dream. Is it done? Yeah, yeah. So, I was gonna say like your first show, like your first show was. Your first show was with Abyssinians, so basically what you're saying is your whole career has been downhill since then. No, it's an uphill. It's an uphill. Hey, was that a back? Was that, that was a downhill. Yeah. <laughs> it was that was a blessing. You got to see Hansen the blessing in life, all right? Uh, I'm blessings in life. That was a blessing in life. Listen, you start this reggae thing, and I want you to aspire to the top. I want you to shake the mold that grounds the reggae vibe. I want you to be something more than the rest of them. I want you to do something. And that was my blessing, I felt, when I, when I played with the Obsidians. Whenever they were up there and they're hardly standing and they're pre- preaching their great glory of good message of you deserve a better life. You have the power to do it. And I'm going to show you. That's what reggae is. And that's what showed me the first day of Fortunate Youth and our first live concert, which had no name for the band. We, we, it was already Root Boy Roots, and we canceled it, but we we're going to do it. And, you know, it, it, was a, it was a magical moment in my life. Was it a backyard party? No, it was a real <laughs> show. It was a real show with a fog machine oh. and lights and shit. That would have been, that been dope, real right? Shit. That would have been we a shame. Did you get invited to the backyard Oh, man, that sounds great. Man, that's, yeah, Abyssinian's backyard party. Would be uh, that's I'm into that. Abstinians would not do that. Abstinians, I love you. Get after party, get out of this mind. Get out of the mind. No after party. No after party. Get out of here. We're like, oh man. We'll play with the Abstinians. Would they play after party? Negative. Abstinians, they took out the keg. Uh, <laughs> Bernard's doing keg stands. Keg stands. Like, Come on. Okay, so um, here's another thing I wanted to ask you guys about. Um, you, you know, Fortunate Youth to me is one of those bands that has a crazy diehard fan base. Like every band that has some kind of success, you know, has diehard fans. But you got there's certain bands where it's just like the fans have this just really strong culture that's centered around this band that they love. And you guys are one of those bands where I think about the fans just being diehard. And um, for your fans, not only do they share a love of you guys, but it seems like they share. Yes, there you go. They share an affinity for Herb. Um, and cannabis culture is, of course. Oh, dang. There you go. We're getting the uh, getting the task. He's following Nice. Yeah, because the club, the smokers club. Well, that's exactly what I'm talking about. So you're, you know, <laughs> cannabis. You guys have a big following of people that love to smoke weed, and you know, of course, the whole reggae scene has this. But with you guys, it seems like a very, you know, structured, like big part of the fans and your band. And so, like, did that? develop organically for you guys or was that something from the beginning where you guys were like like we're gonna make sure that like herb is a big part of of the band's you know kind of like public image for lack of a better word i would say organic uh we've tried to definitely live by that uh across the board i think organically organically we just put some music together got to go play it all those things, you know, <laughs> attached to it. And then I think that's like the social aspect of the cannabis culture too, is everybody becomes friends on the instant fact of that, that, you know, Oh yeah, you want to, want to burn on or uh, marketing know. geniuses if it were for real. You know. Um, but I do think like you, you touched upon like the, the fans. And I think really honestly, like they, they drive the ship. We, 
we put the vibe together we put it out there we put it out and there has to be like a return signal uh from them of energy so you know we're just lucky that it comes back bigger than than we feel we even put it out there you know so nice nice spotlight yes that's the uh reggae pod clash first bong hit excellent yeah well done, Dan. Really? Well done. Let me roll some up. Devin, Devin set you up for that. <laughs> Let me get some of that um, smoke. No, Greg, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Greg is doing the political, like, good thing to say. I You're lucky enough to be in a band right now. All of us on this screen, in, in any industry where marijuana is okay, because it's kind of gotten a little, a little bit, you know, okay. We're, we're a little okay with this in many states. And, and for us, I'm from Mississippi. And so for me, in my state, I will go straight to the chain game. And so for me, I, it was an advocate. I wanted to do this thing as a huge thing. And I wanted to smoke on every stage. And if they said we couldn't, we would. Right. And, and if we didn't, they did. And if they told us we couldn't get paid for it, I wouldn't fucking smoke. And then one time we did get busted for this one thing. Remember we played with fucking Mighty Mighty Boston's a few days later in Canada, <laughs> and they were telling us, "Oh man, this band didn't fucking get paid because they smoke weed." And then we didn't get that was us, right? And so here it goes, and we got twenty five joints thrown up on stage, and I didn't smoke one. I threw them all back, and that and caused got, me and got in trouble. And got in trouble. In trouble. For that. So really. Learn, lesson learned, Dan. Don't throw Dude, them back. What the fuck? Don't throw them back. Um, yeah, don't throw yeah, them back. Don't I, I think throw them it back. was like, being a part of the, Yeah, that's right. But being a part of the movement, I think, has been huge for us. Of just like think about, like Dan said, twenty years ago or. 15 or 10 years ago. I mean, it was a 10 different years ago, thing. Was even 10 years ago. Man. Yeah, 10 like, years ago. It was totally not, different. Right by your Stella. And now it's, now it's uh, you know, come to a point of understanding. Now we that, can't get the guys out of prison for you know, it. It's, it's a positive. That's true, right? We can't get them out of prison for it, you know? Yeah, and it's, it's, yeah. This COVID shit, I mean, and, and what's the dude that did the, uh, what's the guy that did the fucking electric cars? I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, Tesla guy, the Tesla guy, no. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. Like, okay. all right, so I can go get some weed right now, but the guys in jail for weed can't get out of jail in this yeah. COVID shit. How can we right. all be non-essential? This is a non-essential story. Dan, do you, I, I have to see? Like, can you just bring can her you, on the bring, video, bring please? Your, no. your guest, just a little peekaboo. Bring her back here. You don't away voice just is a just like a boo. She's got good points. Just a little. Maybe that's what she wants. I don't know. Just a little. Go What's back up? Go back uh, yeah, go sit at least. Yeah, please. Just a hi. Yeah, I know. It, now it's a mystery. There you go. Hello. Hi. <laughs> You're, you're raising great points. We want to make sure yeah, that everyone can hear you. She's great. You're not asking the questions. Oh, my gosh. Greg, you're out. Dan, can you go to the other room? Yeah. Miss, we got some important questions about reggae touring. Yes, definitely. Yes. Ask them. No, ask them, though. Ask them, though. It's a good relationship. You talk. You, you can talk oh, about amongst question. things. You talk about it. What's the question? Shh. Oh. <laughs> anyway, let's go. So, yeah. so uh, I had asked to uh, Dan, you know, I'm sure the fans want to know, too, because you mentioned that you uh, 
your OG spot was Mississippi. When did you when did you move on over? When I was fifteen, July. Oh, okay. So it was an it was ninety six of July. I remember because I had a guitar magazine that I stole from a, a grocery store because I, I love to play guitar. Nice. So at fifteen, you're already well into listening to music and having a, like a musical identity kind of thing. Was was reggae a part of that, or what were your bands pre you know meeting up with these guys over here? Like you know, uh, playing music is a gift of, of gift, you know, and you want to do it and you want to be it and, and you want to taste it and feel it. And for me, it was all kind of over. I had kids and I was kind of done with it. And, uh, you know, I, I played open mic nights, you know, just down the street from my house. And so I thought that'd be cool to do. I, I was a chef, open many restaurants and I stopped being a you chef. You, you were a sheriff? A chef. Sheriff of, of a small town in Mississippi. <laughs> Wait, so a chef. So you did tell me this, man. I'm on well, the whole speech right now. Man. Oh, sorry. No, cut you no, off. So chef, you were chef, chef. I opened a lot of restaurants and worked for good cooks and uh, did the thing. And when the recession hit back in whatever year that was, you like the voice this way. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, and that's when I stopped being a chef, became an electrician, and learned about audio video and small stuff. And then I found the band, and I was still having kids. I had uh, married two kids about this time. And I had a lot of businesses going on around me. And uh, a lot of them, yeah, all of them failed. But uh, one thing that didn't, even the, even the marriage failed, uh, music was always there. Music was always something that, that carried my soul to uh, something better than I thought, you know, like we all get bummed out in life. And, it, you know, I, people say, I wish I could be a musician, but I've been everything else. And I got to tell you, like, uh, no matter what you do, you give the love for whatever it is. You'd be a cook, be a, a chef, be a electrician, mm -hmm. be a plumber, be whatever the fuck, just be the best you can be and, and do the best you can. Cause that's, that is his life. And when you, and, and ultimately in life, there is a gift you have, you know, and, and I love entertaining. I love having a song that makes someone cry as much as it's made me cry to make the music, the, the song itself, the, the guys make the music. And I'm like, oh, I feel this vibe. I want to I want to really hold it and, and I want to bring it into my existence of what I'm feeling and, and bring it out. And and it was for me. And then. What I found from all these six albums or whatever we do, it's it's like these people really take this song and, and they take it and they play it when they want to play it. And, and they they make it part of their life. Like uh, Red, Hot Chili, Red Hot Chili Peppers, great example, right? I don't know what he's saying most of the time, but sometimes the melody and everything that goes with it, it really resonates with, with what I'm feeling. And then when it comes to reggae, we're, we're talking about how to pump each other up and that's what i've loved about reggae it's like no matter what hard times i feel let's turn it backwards and how can we make it the best time you know how can we make everyone else stronger by being all right life sucks cool let's look at it like this and let's let's make everybody positive by it, it it's the craziest music i've ever loved i mean punk rock wasn't the same metal music definitely not the same like reggae is life i thought reggae is going to change the world and I do think reggae is going to change the world. I do believe that the, the 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 reggae music is the fruit on the tree, and I can't wait for everyone to have a little taste. 
Well, if if I may say, um, I mean, it already kind of has changed the world. I mean, you think about this tiny little, yeah. tiny little island that you know we talk about this all the time. This tiny little island, you know, where music was being made, you know, from the early '60s and you know up up till now, and it really went. It, it became you know reggae is not only international, but reggae directly influenced the creation of hip hop in America, and then dub music directly influenced the creation of electronic music and hip hop and electronic music are the two biggest musics in the world. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's crazy. The influence that, that, that reggae has, um, yeah. globally. Yeah. And I think yeah. Dan was touching on and, you know, with everything going on and, and as it has been for years, it's, it's uniting people, you know, and, and like you said, it's driven so much musical, uh, progress, uh, as well as like social progress, you know, people, actually coming to an understanding uh about a world view rather than you know kind of this uh man versus man for for uh no real reason you know what i mean i think there's there's just like an educational side to it um it's been huge and i i think that it's been it's huge for me and greg because we have we've seen so many great 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 legends of of this reggae and and for me it's and Greg, it's like, oh shit, I lost it. I had a good meeting. I think we've all had those moments, I can imagine, where you just, you're meeting some hero, you know, someone that you've been listening to for forever, and, you know, they're the most humble, coolest person. And you're just like, is this happening? Is that just happening? You know, um, what are those moments? Like, Nick, can you give me some of the artists that you guys have been fortunate enough to meet or play with? that you guys have been fans of i mean it, you know don carlos uh you know all the all you guys like you know every band, every band we meet on the road <laughs> and we listen to you know for years uh, or when we were younger or um you know a lot of the a lot of the roots guys you know inner circle took us in when we first went through my those guys those guys really taught us a lot um yeah. across the board just about yeah. music and trying to you know make touring and and the business work and then you know just the the movement itself and and where it's come from and and mm-hmm. we're just trying to carry the torch you know of doing our own style you know I, I think musically everyone wants to do their own thing with uh all the influences in in the you know kind of core of it but you want to do your own thing and like do it justice by by carrying on the torch and and educating people that don't know about where it came from you know i I think we're lucky for for that that we're able to still be playing or meeting a lot of these legends that are still around you know what i mean um yeah so it's like never ending because every every band we link up for a tour with you know it's even even a lot of these young guys you know it's like we only have gratitude we don't want to work with you. You know, we only want to build this whole reggae thing. It's not us. It's we. It's yeah. one band. It's it's a team. You know, we wanted Bob Marley to break the glass ceiling to make fucking reggae something to where uh, all, there's more than just one genre, more than one sex that has a Grammy. You know, in reggae, we got one person that gets a Grammy. You know, and and it should be the male it should be female it should be duo it should be so much more like reggae is so much more it should be old school new school it should be you know dance hall it should be 
old like there's so much of reggae that we need to really break through like Sirius XM shouldn't just have one station we need fucking more I like, you know we really? I'm just an advocate of reggae I'm an advocate of like let's make life what we want and and reggae is is life and I'm sorry to be reggae is life but like it's <laughs> culture it's something that we can all uh strive to help our neighbors help our brothers help help each other in and live a life that's actually you know where we're all loving life love it and that's, a, that's, such, that's such a cool thing with the um you know the uprising of like california what, what people would label as california roots california oh, you see same thing, so same thing. california roots right where yeah. the fuck did that come from well, I mean, it's justified. It is really it is justified. I, I and we it do is. have a lot of good music in California, but just right. just East Coast, West Coast rap, you know, and then down south with the fucking, you know, there's it, it, North rap, you know, that it's are we are we part of this culture to where you we got you this think, divide, but we don't hate the divide. We want to make the divide come together. Right. Do you think, but, Dan, uh, and do you think that the, the California roots, there's an actual sound that comes with it, like California band? I do. I do believe yeah. just as well as I believe as a tattoo artist, you know, like you're going to get some good tattoos on, on the West Coast before the East Coast. And I say it because it tattoos started in San Pedro. We came from, you know, we came from, you know, China, Pacifics. We were part of Pacifics and, and, and that that came through. So, you know, why wouldn't it? And, and but then again, you're, you're right, because Jamaica came from the South and here we are. In southern of Florida, sixty miles, whatever it is from Jamaica, from Florida, I think Cuba's closer, right? But whatever the case may be, you know, I do think we have our own sound. I do think we have our Motown. I think we have our lowrider, fucking good jam blues, and you know, our 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 ska, you know, mixed into our reggae. We have we have an ultrasound of things that we can divert to and snake through and. We can play whatever you want, whatever night it needs to be. Over there, they're a little bit, you know, um, not rigid, but cultured, I guess you'd say, in a nice way. You know, rigid seems to to cut here. Here it should be, and here it shall not. Dan, you know, Dan, matter is, Dan I got to ask you, not to cut you off, but I just want to make no. sure I get this, because uh, our good friend Marshall Goodman is in here, and he, speaking of you coming from Mississippi, he wants to say, he says, I want to see more of that old Mississippi Delta vibe through the reggae lens. And I, I think we get that from you. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> Can we get more, though? You should hear yeah, one album. Marshall, just hear one album. I think Ross MG wants to work with you, Dan. <laughs> I, think, Ross, I think we got... I think we're he's got my number. He can hit me up any time. He, he lost it. I want to be part of the, these, you know, any backups of Long Beach of All Stars needs or whatever needs to happen, you know. You know, always, we, got, we got the legend, Marshall Goodman, saying what's up. Legend, what? You're on his I mean, radar. come on, come on, Marshall, you're the man. <laughs> come like, on, Marshall, <laughs> you heard it, Greg. <laughs> come on, dude, we've been we've been listening to Ross MG for, I mean, come on, guys. Uh, he's Ross a legend, man. Culture. Get send him the link. Get him on here, Marshall. Yeah, <laughs> send Marshall the link. See if he'll jump on the. the... Well, Roger, do you want to explain to these guys uh, how the rapid fire? Oh yes. Yeah, yes, I am. You know, oh, yeah. 
there's this thing called rapid fire questions that we kind of, uh, <laughs> you know, inject. Bring it on, dude. Bring him in, dude. Bring you, him no, I don't need to explain it. Come on, Greg's yeah. got this. Me and Devin will both be asking this rapid fire questions, and what's going to happen is we're going to take turns. Where me and Devin will switch off, but whatever question Devin asks, and I guess he'll he'll start. Um, then both you got to answer, but then he'll. Don't be so sad about this. Direct you. Pump this shit up. Don't be so sad. No, no, no. Yeah, it's a somber. It's a somber, somber task. It's Come on. Somber, I'm, okay? I'm trying to pull up my questions on the on the laptop. <laughs> okay, okay. So that's why that's why I'm talking <laughs> slow. See, I'm talking slow and, and somber, so I can get the questions. You know what? I'm gonna start off. I'm gonna start off the rapid fire questions. I'm. Let's do this. Let's do this. All right. So here we go. Here we go. Greg, whiskey or tequila? Tequila. <laughs> Dan, whiskey or tequila? Whiskey, baby. Ah, shit. Okay, Dan, dabs or buds? Buds. Greg. Buds. But I love dabs. I love dabs. Love, Come on. Love, if you're Greg. watching this, nope, you said buds. You said buds. We love them. But no dabbing. No dabs for you. Greg. Whatever. Greg. Indigo. Oh, is this the package that's coming after this? Oh, no, we're going. We're going. It's rapid fire. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Greg. Indica or sativa? Indica. Indica, indica. Oh, snap. All right. Dan, high tops or low tops? Low tops. Greg. High tops or low tops? High tops. High tops? Mm -hmm. Gregory, Edwin, Guadalupe. Greg, pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Yeah. Yeah. Dan, pineapple sure. on pizza, pineapple. yes or no? Only well done. <laughs> okay, good. That's good. Yes. That's good. That's good. Well you meant done. to say nice. that. You meant to say that. All right. Um, Greg, pop rocks or jawbreakers? Ooh, pop rocks. Dan. Oh man, that's hard. You know what? I do like chilling on the bus to eating some. What was the second one? <laughs> Don't tell me you eat jawbreakers on the bus. <laughs> you do not oh, eat jawbreakers on the bus. I'm having a nice martini. Like I'm having some little pop rocks to say I'm good. Mm. It's popping rock pop rock in my martini. Okay, Roger, your turn. All right. Uh, Dan, Netflix or Hulu? What? What? Netflix or Hulu? You know what, dude? I... Actually, you have to. Um, I'm all about Netflix because Hulu. I, I got okay. cable because I want to see in action. In action. Greg, same question. I'll say Hulu because I already watched everything on Netflix. I love it. Okay. I love Greg. dividing no, the band. Two different things. <laughs> Greg. What? <laughs> They're streaming services. Same. Two different chicken. things. Though. Same chicken. Same chicken. Same, same rooster. Costume. Okay. Greg. <laughs> same chicken. Jared Draskovich or Jared Sagawa? Oh, Jared Draskovich, you said first. I don't know what that's referring to, but yes, they are both named Jared. Yeah. No, you got to pick one the of them. Yeah, Jared pick, pick one, Jared. Bloody brother. Jared Draskovich is, is, uh, is first. I'm Jared Sagawa too. See? <laughs> okay. He, he, so you guys, you guys both. Okay, there we go. Nice. Oh, Dan, keep your pants on. They're on. They were just up. Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> next this that was to the question. That was to the question. Oh, my goodness. Dan, answer that one. Next question. <laughs> I like, question. I like, I like. I like the tricky, <laughs> you're, you're, you're I like the tricky Jared. So next question. Jared or Jared? 
Um, let's see. Next question would be, uh, which one do I want to pull up? Okay, Dan, what's your favorite item on the on the hospitality rider? Oh man, rapid fire. Honestly, I don't have much on the hospitality rider except the Jameson. He likes Finny Dimmy. And then they take it out. And then damn it, great, great. White Claw or vodka. Water is my favorite. Water is number one. I need three cases of water every time. Water. Water is my favorite item. Water. Water. What's your favorite item, Greg? Um, Avocados. Oh, that was that was that was going to be it. That was going to be it. it. And definitely was famous. So I answered that for sure. You guys ever put whiskey in an avocado half and? He's tequila, so it's tequila and avocado. We do a slushy, and it's a really thick one, and it has tequila and avocado. You you beat me at my own game there, yeah. That is good. (laughs) The good old avocado tequila. Anytime. anytime. It actually don't sound bad, right? Yeah. It sounds horrible. I'm sure they got (laughs) tequila-flavored avocado. (laughs) Pop rock, tequila-flavored pop rocks. Ooh, dang. What would that be like? Pineapple pop rocks. Do I? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, since Dan we is dead, Dan. apparently, I think Dan, maybe. Dan I see a rooster. And is that Winnie the Pooh? Oh, no, that's not Winnie the Pooh. That's a couch. Sorry. That's it. Well, the podcast so, has officially killed Dan Kelly. Yeah. Um, we lost him. We made it through 11 episodes without murdering anybody. <laughs> we took one out. It was the pop rock. <laughs> oh, there he's back. Okay. No, my cat <laughs> needs a whole watermelon. That's what I wanted. Did you just see that? Like, yeah. his screen <laughs> flickered and he appeared. Yeah, Am yeah. I the only one that's... Are you a witch, Dan? Are you, I know! Do you practice... Do you practice... Uh, what's that thing called? Uh, witchcraft? <laughs> witchcraft with a witch. Santeria? Is that what you're talking no, about? No, no, no. What's that thing? I ain't got no crystal ball, but if I did... Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, we're kicking you both off of our show. <laughs> done. I love it. Get it done. Get it out of here. No, but seriously, what can um what can people like what's what's next for Fortunate Youth uh release wise or like where can people go right now to support your music? Greggy, take it over. Um, you know, go to our website, fortunate-youth.com. We had to put the dash in there. I think it's a hyphen. A story about the hyphen dash, whatever you want to call it. No, it's um, totally hyphen, dude. Totally hyphen. Oh, the hyphen. I got high on the yeah, fin of the fortunate youth, so it's a hyphen. Okay, so the website for sure, we can go check it out. And uh, Fortunate wow. hyphen, hyphen dash youth. My, my, I don't know about you guys, but the screen kind of like freeze. Um, yeah, so all the music's there. We got the new live album. That's that's basically what we have until the fall. We're we're gonna be in the studio in the next couple of weeks. So be on the lookout for that. We'll hopefully get some sneak peeks of the music while we're in there in the process. Um, I'm excited. But yeah, it's it's pretty much nice, like Dan said, to get back in the studio, um, and that's that's gonna be like a whole new revival after all this. Do you guys have songs written and stuff? Yeah, we, we, uh, we're pretty much there. We just gotta get in there, get everybody together, which is, has seemed to be, you know, the toughest part for everybody to gather these days. So COVID. Fuck you. <laughs> yes, fuck COVID for sure. I don't think nobody likes it. Agree. Nobody likes it. No. I don't think there's anybody who's friends. like, yeah, COVID. Yeah. COVID really brought me back together. You know what? You, you, you know, you know what I, what I was thinking of is that like if a band really wanted to 
I, I get the precautions of not hanging out together because of COVID. But, like, if you planned it out perfect, right? You go and you get your test and then you quarantine, like, in a closet and then you get the results and then everyone's negative and then you can go and now you, now all you guys can be in a room together and recording, right? Don't you come up with a remedy. Don't you I'm come telling up you, with a remedy. Don't I'm coming up. That. It's just how lazy are we as musicians. Now, I'm going to No, do there is there is shit, you know. There's you know what I mean? With the women, gotta, you know, we don't live with the musicians. We live with the women that we live with. All right. We love who we're with. And that makes our life. Us as musicians, we are married to each other. And then they come to our significant others, which is who I'm married to, which is Greg's wife and all their wives. You're married, You're married to Greg's, Greg's wife. wife. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Drasco's wife. He finally, finally came out with wife, here, folks. You know, all of them. Whatever, whatever we can and can't do as a family, we can't do. Yeah. And that's respect. If you can't do it as a family, you can't do it. And we're a band. We're a band together. And, awesome. and I'm not sitting here as Dan Kelly. And Greg's not sitting here as Greg. We're sitting here as Fortune Youth. Like, I want all my brothers on this thing. But right now, we got to do what we got to do in this COVID thing and this COVID time. We got to take some kind of seriousness. Because mm-hmm. in our life, we just we're rebels to the day, and we run on the road until the day is done, till the road is no more. That doesn't mean this whole COVID thing actually exists for us. <laughs> so what we got to do is make it exist for them and and respect their wishes, and uh, and and try to make this. And and it's not them; they are the voice of the other people that are coming to your show. You know, they're they're you're just married to them. But they're the voice that's actually everyone else. And you got to kind of listen because the majority kind of rules and somewhat. And so here we are. And you know what? I think I think there's a lot of great musicians out there that fill amphitheaters days and days and days on. And they're going to find an answer. We're going to find an answer. We're all going to be back. And it, if it means I, I had to fill an amphitheater for like it's a few thousand of you guys. <laughs> It's my first time in an amphitheater. You know what I'm saying? It's really awesome. Can, can, I get on the, can I get on the guest list for the first? You're in the band, Vince. I'm unfortunate. Oh, yeah. you, you didn't know. You didn't know. Everyone's in the band. DM me. You got a spot. All right, Rod. <laughs> he plays. He plays the organ. It's time. It is time for Raj and Dev. Three keys well, in the band. Come, you already have Devin's two keyboard players. Three keys in the band. Hey, dude, everyone gets a solo, bro. Everyone gets a solo. No, yeah. Devin's already come and, and laid it down. We got to get him back in there. But, Raj, you got to come hey, play down. Hey, by the way, I want to always, always, always. That's the right, by the way. I, album, the, the new Long Beach Double yeah. Stars album, Devin, you killed it. And yes, I'm yes, yes. it. Yes, both of you One of my favorite ones. Both of you guys' new music is, is epic. The Thank Gil, you. The Gil Raj album so sick. Long Beach Dubs. So I haven't sick. heard that one. I will. But we got to tell people, sick. I mean, you know, Dan and Greg came in um, and we did the thing at Mario's I'm still going right? to get the fucking lyrics. I'm going to put it together. That song was that song was hitting. It's a dude. banger. And that I just don't figure out how to do logic. It's tough being a band today because most of the band members, you got six members. With another hand, but anyway, so you guys, you got all these members, and if there were a majority thing, none of them actually do the recording. None of them actually know all the instruments and and how those instruments go and plug into a thing and make a sound and you record it, and then you got to send it. You got to send it. Got to export so, that mug, yeah. 
So like like Raj Raj can have music for me and, and all of us and, and and this has been the same for Miguel you know he sends it and I'm like all right now I gotta I just got logic I mean you know logic I just got it right and I'm like in it but now I don't know what to do with it I gotta watch a lot of YouTube's and shit and turn then, the mic upside down it'll work uh, no, like that I gotta. Touch a thing. He's all, I tried that. It doesn't work. I, I tried that. Computer up so, so for for us, me and Greg and, and the rest of the band, you know, yeah. Corn Dog is the leader in the corn band. Dog. It, corn Dog. You know, corn he, was dog. In, he was invited to the corn, show, but apparently, Corn Dog was trying to corn make dog. it. Yeah, corn, dog. corn Dog is here, man. Hey, dude, Corey Draskovich, Corn Dog. That's Corn Dog. Okay, no, he's bass. Right. Yeah, Corey's. Everyone, and unfortunately, you got uh, all the members to change the instruments. So me, I'm the singer and the we drummer. We don't even touch on that. You guys are like We're interchangeable just, Jedi's, yeah, dude. Exactly. What's up with that? No one needs to say what you need to do. You be you. Oh. Period. <laughs> you be you. You want to play guitar? Play it. You want to play bass? Play it. You play keys? Play it. Look at him. Look at Greg. Say something. It's true. <laughs> It started from the beginning of just being like, hey, I wrote this on the guitar, you know, jam a bass line to, or, you know, oh, let me jam a bass line to it. And so we would switch off, you know, kind of Corey and I and the rest of us and Jared and, mm-hmm. and Trav and, and all of us would kind of switch up. And Dan's always, you know, play guitar because uh, he loves playing guitar. So like we even were like, Dan, you know, it's your time. You're, you got a solo uh, on the album and yeah. you got to shred it. And you got to play it on stage too. After, and it took many that, years it took like ten years to get me on stage to play guitar. But but even Charlie Bunga was a guitarist before we started the band, you know. And so he he played percussion. So we we try yeah. to make this band as much as we can to be about free will. What do you want to do in the band? And what song do you want to do? Because it's not about if you know Fortune Youth, it's not about like this guy's this, you know. Except me and the yeah. goddamn drummer and and Rev's killing it right now. And uh, but out to other guys that switch around, they move around. And even if I had a song, I'd give it to them and say, "You guys play this, and you guys make it your sound." And they've done that many times. They made yeah. my songs their sound, and it's been great. And I've I've loved the experience of Fortunate Youth being a band, having the fans, going on the road for the past ten ten years, ten eleven years. It's been a a fruitful adventure, and it it's weird today. I was thinking like. What if it comes a year since, since you know, what, next February? You know, like our biggest show was, was no. one lot last this year, and and we're we're pretty few months from it, and we are a aggressive band where we spend seventy five percent of our year on the road. You know, like mm-hmm. four months a year we, we come home, if not six months on a on a great year. You know, so four months a year we're always out. We're always feeding the fans music and, and more content and, and us being there and shaking and hugging and being and all that's gone. So for me right now, I'm dumbfounded. I'm dumbfounded. Dumbfounded. Well, it'll be back. Start with the conversation. I'm just, ugh. Mm. It'll be back. Well, I hear you, though. You know, that's big. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's like one of those things where you know. I get down. Let's get up. It's it's a transition. You you figure out what what's going on for this year, and I I think as as we're all hopeful, it's going to come back and and be stronger in a sense uh, than it was before because people people appreciate it a little bit more. I think I just for themselves of like how much they personally <laughs> valued that time. You know what I mean? And so I, I think that's a positive. And uh, you know, flipping it. 
on its head for us, you know, as, as the guys on the road all the time, you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's good to get out of your bubble of like, you know, tunnel vision in a sense, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think, uh, like you were saying, Roger, like getting in the studio, like more music, you know, you're like right. more time to focus on, on, uh, creating. Cause we always love to get, be in the studio, but we were on the road so much. We'd never, you know, it had to be really scheduled to like really force, uh, and carve out a time for that because it just wasn't possible with the schedule a lot of the time. So it's nice to be able to, dig into other things a little bit but yeah we're we're all ready to play shows again and roger 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 yeah, i see you is this your house Raj? what about what? yeah this is a studio at, at my pad yeah right all right here. so Raj, right, what we're trying to do in portuguese individually in in all bands if you're listening to me all bands that are out there we're all trying to figure out our tech table we call it you know we're all trying to you know grace greg got his tech table he's got a he's a guitarist he's got his guitar He's got his, you know, good his computer and his interface, and we're all trying to figure it out right now. Right. And and everyone and everything like you guys right now, like Devin getting this uh, OBS system, getting everything working right now. This is the forefront of music today, and we got to figure it all out. So you know, Raj, your tech table is gnarly and very on the high end of the world. Right now, me and Greg are in, in Travi Bongo, and where's he at? Uh, Michigan? Travi's right here. Travis. Travis, I was going to say Travi's over here. He's just he's <laughs> no, where's Travi? No, Travi's over in Michigan, right? Mm, he, he wants you guys to think no, he's in Michigan. No, no, the, the moral stories. Moral <laughs> he stories, ain't like, in Michigan. Moral stories, like wherever these fucking guys are that are in my band. Like, it's Michigan, uh, here in California. Right now, he's <laughs> it's in, so weird, huh? It's so fucking weird, but yeah. our tech tables, this computer, this device, this thing, I'm cleaning the screen, you know, the, 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 the chords that are going on, it's real and it sucks, yeah. but this is our new reality. And, and at least for the next two or three years, we need to get like somewhat used to it. And it, right. God bless the day we were all together. And I can't wait for us to play together again. You know, I know me and you, all of us on the screen will play together again, but in front of all these people, all these well, people that really have loved all of our growth in the in the in the 10, 12 years. And and Raj, you, you've been playing music forever. Like, I love you. I look up to you so much. So I was so honored to play with you. Yeah, Raj. We did the Meg thing at the Eagle's Nest with right. fucking Mario C with the Beastie Boys doing that thing. You know, and 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 you, Devin, for being with Long Beach Double Stars, I fucking love it. Like so many, so many of our dreams in this square has really come true. And and I don't think it's the end. I just think it's a reevaluation of of how it's going to work. Which you're doing it right now. Mm-hmm. And then I can't wait. This this the gratitude. You, you started the question on the gratitude from when we're going to be on the field on the show again, and and actually being friend be. You know, touch our friends again. You know, go out there and, I mean, we go nationally around the fucking wherever we can. And, and there's not one. There's hundreds of people. And we want to always be there for all of our fans and all of our friends and their family to us. Fortunate you. Look at the, the, the sun starting to go down on Greg. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> nice. That's I nice. That's uh, nice. That's uh, <laughs> well, that's... Yeah. Go ahead, Greg. Love you guys. Trying to dodge dodge a little this way 
Um, no, you know he's been you know, hustling. Someone, someone made a comment in here, Dan. I don't know, maybe Devin put it up on the screen, but it said so poetic, and I think Dan has been the most poetic oh, um, on this whole on this whole conversation. And he's right. You know what I mean? You're you're right. I haven't got to have yeah. any experience with any of my friends in such a long time. I have you so could, much to say. You could definitely, you know, parlay that into like a fortunate youth poetry book or something. I kind of say that tongue-in-cheek, but at the same time, I'm serious about it. You know I mean? Like, <laughs> hey, man. You know, in these times, look, I'm going to touch on your point. I ain't going to take a whole lot of time, but you, please, mentioned it. You, mentioned please. The, you mentioned the tech level, and you mentioned, and the beautiful part out of this is out of necessity. You know, a lot of musicians are learning whether it be how to live stream, whether it be getting the interface now and learning, you know, everything, connecting the dots. Gotcha. It's either sink or swim right now, right? Because look, I will be the first person to to to, to have po- the positive vibe that we're going to get back out there sooner than later. But the, none of us know. None no. of us. It's funny, right? Because you talk to people and everyone's all like, "Next year, no, sir." Like, like, like the, like the first day of January is a magical you, day. But like the ain't. first day of January is a magical <laughs> day where the vaccine comes and everyone's all nice. And it's like, all right, if cool. you know my wives, but. There are a lot of them, and they ain't having this. They don't want their fucking. They don't want their husbands going out there in this shit. Oh, <laughs> well, well, I, I'll keep. I'll keep it short and saying that you, you, you're good for that. You guys are good for that to keep it going, figuring out how to adjust because we can't depend that it's going to come back next month, next year, in two years. We have to. We'll be ready for it. Definitely, and I hope it does, and I know it will. Yeah. We all feel it, but it's sink or swim for musicians safe. right now. Yeah. And so that's, that's why yeah. that's why I bring up the poetry book because that's another out there. You go away. See, we gotta keep doing this. <laughs> I love you, Rob. I'll be the I first. Like I'll, I'll be the first. We're talking about this off camera, but I love you. We're talking about off camera. Let's make some moves. I got my contract contract ready. Right. We got ideas. Oh, yeah, yeah. We well, hey, Dan and Greg, we want to thank you guys so much for coming on, man. Not only was it great to talk to you, but it's great to see your faces. Oh. I, we're, we're right there with Dan when he's saying like we miss this whole, we miss everybody, and especially you guys. You know, you guys are like two of the people and fortunate youth as a whole that I just like come to expect to see like whenever I'm on tour somewhere or like at a festival. And it's definitely like nice to see your, your guys's beautiful faces. No, you guys are the best. Speaking of that though, you know, I, I've watched a few of the episodes, all great, all great, but a uh, definite shout out to, to Kyle. And I think we all need to do a freeze frame. Oh yes. Hey, check it out. On. Before we do, I gotta open up a new one for that now. Shout out to Scott. Scott Brewing. Okay, one. Wait, on three, ready? Alright, ready? One, two, freeze it. It's gonna be over because you guys are like still stuck. You guys are still stuck. <laughs> oh, Greg's the winner. Greg wins. Greg wins. Greg's the winner. What's going on? Love you guys. Thanks for having us. Great to see you guys. Love you guys too, man. We'll see you guys soon and be good. And can't wait. Can't wait till we're all together again. Yes. Yeah, man. All right, y'all. Keep up the the good work, boys. Likewise, we shall. Yeah, Peace. Man. The freeze. All oh, right, that was super frame. fun. We, we forgot the freeze frame. I know, man. Kyle would be disappointed, but we're bringing it back, so he'd be stoked. Freeze, freeze frame. Man. I know. I was telling. I'm glad Greg brought it up because I was telling him before, um, or he was telling me when he came on earlier. Yeah. Uh, to, to do the sound check that 
that you guys I don't think you guys have done a, a freeze. We gotta do one. And, <laughs> and I forgot about it, but he remembered. Oh man. We should have <laughs> done one with uh <laughs> you know, I always think like Anthony B when we had him on or something, that'd be great, right? Anthony Anth- B freeze frame. Anthony, Anthony B, B pop, would freeze. Pop rocks or jawbreakers. Oh, yeah, I'd right. Like to see, uh, yeah. Well, that was a man, that was really good to see those guys and talk to mm-hmm. them. Because like I mm-hmm. said, like Fortunate Youth is just one of those bands in this reggae American reggae scene that like you just you know if you're gonna go play a festival they're probably gonna be there for sure you know what i'm saying and like i just i'm so used to seeing them and expanders did at least one you know month-long tour with them and 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 some other like one-off shows and just you know i Mm. miss i miss all my friends i do too Devin. we're gonna get there we'll get there someday oh for sure it's all life is a life is a life is like a bowl of chickens i don't know like life is like a bowl of avocados they give you in the green room yes sometimes tequila avocados they're hard sometimes they're soft they're really soft sometimes yeah. they're huge like in florida, oh, florida and shaped kind of like a duck's head yeah. with a beak yeah, but you know what are you gonna it, do no matter what they are you can chop them up and make some guac i love guacamole speaking yeah. of guacamole mm-hmm. <laughs> we have the lions on <laughs> like that one that was really yeah. good mm-hmm. that was really good the Lions are a special band, and I will start off naming the reasons why they're special. Please do. They're one of those bands that, uh, as individuals, it's like they're the X-Men or something, right? Like, as individuals, you could, you could single out any one of them, and they are at the top of their game. You know, you, you, their names, they're their own entity. They're their own brand. They're their own uh, band. So, I mean, it's an all-star band. That's pretty much what it is. And... And they don't ever promote it like that, but we all know. And I know yourself, you play with the Lions as well. As as a, mm-hmm. you know, they're lucky to have you on guitar. So I'm, they're coming on next week. Yep, I'm lucky to be in that band. I've been playing with them since I don't know exactly when, but it's been about ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll talk about that next week for sure. But yeah, you're we'll right; it's in. a they don't promote themselves as such, but it's definitely an all star band. Yeah. In that it was put together, um, you know by by people who had been in other bands that had had other bands that like that was their band mm-hmm. and then they were like i'm gonna do this other thing and really handpick musicians and pick people who are great players and who are a great hang and it really is that man it's like for a band with 12 or 13 people in it they have succeeded in just being like the the it's amazing to get a group of people together like that and there's not one jerk there's not mm. like any problem in the band it's just like yeah. a group of great guys I don't know, um, man. That Dave Wilder guy is kind except of except for Dave Wilder, which we will talk about next week. He is a wild card. No pun, but yeah. Um, next week we've got the Lions because they have a new single coming out this Friday, which I got to play on. I didn't get to play I on a it. lot of the Lions stuff because okay. a lot of their recordings happened before I joined the band. But right. um, this is one of a handful of tunes that I'm playing guitar on. It's a cover of Derek Harriet's classic rock steady tune, "The Loser," and it's really cool because. Um, you know, the Lions have some members of Hepcat in the band, Destin Berry and Alex Desert. And, you know, Hepcat used to play and still do play the the the, the Loser a lot live. And I don't think mm-hmm. they ever released a version of it. And so the Lions were like, well, let's do one. And so it's, you know, you got the Hepcat guys singing, singing over a heavy, heavy rhythm section. They really did justice to it. I think it sounds great. It comes out this, it's out, but um, this Friday is like the UK release or something like that. Mm. But you can go pick it up right now. If you go mm. just Google, the, you know, the Lions, uh, the loser, you can find a seven inch, there's a seven inch record and you can get it on Bandcamp and all that stuff. But um, 
this Saturday, the Lions will be joining us, and they'll, we are very excited. They'll be roaring. Yeah. They'll be rolling. I'm pretty. I'm. I'm really excited for that. We're gonna have all twelve of them on, so it's gonna be just like little tiny okay. squares all yeah. over the thing. Yeah, Brady Bunch, massive. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, Raj, what besides that have you got coming up? Oh, I got a couple of things. I started this little garden in my backyard, doing some Sick. tomatoes, doing some squash. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, but besides the garden, um, ladies and gentlemen, I've recently joined the the roster of Live Lesson Masters. Um. You can go to their website, and they have just a crazy amount of uh, talent that, that's registered with them. And I'm, I'm one of the cats that is fortunate enough to be on the roster. Like I said, you can the premise of the whole thing is you go on there, and you can kind of um, set up appointments and, and meetings with, with different artists. And they, they have it all categorized. And, like, if you want to learn about guitar, you want to learn about bass, you want to learn about keyboards, it even gets so specific as to be like, do you want to learn about in my case, you know, reggae keyboards or reggae production or um, even reggae history. We don't even have to touch an instrument, but it just gives you a chance to, to, to have a one-on-one um, meeting with, with, with someone that, that you may want to learn from. You know, I even think I have something in there like just hang session. You can go up there and sign up just to hang out. I don't know. We'll hang out. Roger's fun to hang with. You guys should really take advantage of that. Hang out. So anyways, yeah, I, I'd recently joined these cats. They have, like I said, they have a crazy amount of cool people that, that are, uh, are there with them. And, you know, go check it out. It's something that's kind of cool. Devin, you have something similar, man. It's like it's like uh, Coke and Pepsi. I heard the backstage music lessons.com, right? Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah. Same same thing, man. You can you can get a lesson with me on guitar or songwriting or singing or, or whatever you want to do. Um, and... Yeah, you just go to backstagemusiclessons.com, find me on there, and we can we can do some we can talk some reggae if you're trying to write a song or if you're trying to learn how to, you know, play play some reggae guitar. I'm there. I'm there for you. Um and you know, every Tuesday I do my songbook sessions where it's it's through Rootfire TV just like this is where you can tune in and I'm playing acoustic stuff. I'm not doing it this Tuesday. Um Vanessa and I and her sister Carol are going on a little vacation. Oh nice. Um are so they, I won't you, be doing it this Tuesday. Kobe? She is not, and we're not bringing Gussie either because Gussie is it's it sucks. We like Gussie is such a hiking dog, and we're going up to do some camping, Gussie and Gussie can't right come because he's got an elbow problem I right know. now. So he's staying with my parents, which is it really sucks. It's like, it's like I don't know if you've ever like. For me, I loved Disneyland when I was a little kid, mm-hmm. and then like in my early twenties, I went, and it was the first time where I was kind of like, ah, oh, it's lost a little of its magic. Mm-hmm. And I went again in my mid twenties, and same, like, oh, okay, this doesn't have the same magic. And then like when I went with uh, my friend Ben mm-hmm. and his his little daughter, it was suddenly like I love this again because I was experiencing it through through a little kid's eyes. Right, and right. that's kind of how like I view now like camping and hiking and all this stuff it's like i love bringing my dog and just watching him like go nuts so it's gonna be a bummer that he's right. not there yeah I um but and also everyone go follow me on twitch man like Devin. i want to announce uh, just mention that really quick because as you can see behind me i've got all these records and i like to do um live dj sessions and i've done some on instagram but instagram now after about 10 minutes just kicks you off because their their algorithm recognizes that you're playing stuff that you don't own the copyright to twitch so far doesn't seem to do that and so i'm waiting nice. until i get like you know a handful of twitch followers and then i'm going to do some live dj stuff on twitch roger you should get on that too we should maybe do like a reggae pod clash yeah, dj man. sesh or something like that mm-hmm. um but, you know, right now, if you go to my Twitch channel, there's nothing on it. But just go follow me, and I'm going to schedule something something soon. So that's nice. that. Nice. Twitch. 
Yeah. I remember we did something uh, with Long Beach Dub All-Stars Twitch, right? That, mm-hmm. that oh, thing. maybe. I'm not sure. It started as like a video game thing where people like right. play video games and share their screen and you can watch it. Like you can watch how they played like afterwards and right. stuff. But That's a thing. Everyone wants to watch someone doing something. Right. It's a new level of laziness, people. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and it starts with the kids, right? I got like, you know, little, li- little, uh, little people little youngins in my family i don't have any kids myself but uh, you know that's the craze right you're like what are they watching oh they're watching a video of someone else playing a video game instead of right? playing a video game like, yeah what? when i was a kid it was like my parents were like you shouldn't play video games so much and i'm like why i'm it's a it's a skill like street fighter you have to like learn how to do these moves and now it's like nope nope i'm just watching someone do these yeah. moves but and not only that hey. is that now those kids that are were playing video games they're probably like millionaires Oh, you know, for some sure. of these people are. Some of these kids are. Yeah. Because they're like, well, mom and dad, I got like thousands of cats that want to watch me play. I'm right. in demand. Let me play Street Fighter. Hadouken. And mom can't argue with that. <laughs> mom. No. Uh, <laughs> and um, go well, I was gonna, well, I was going to tell people to go also, as I mentioned earlier on the show, uh, the Reggae Pod Clash is now available as a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Yes. So you can go to Apple Podcasts, yes. Spotify, whatever it may be. I know there's a bunch of services. We're on all of them now. So please subscribe, rate, and review the Pod Clash yeah. on the podcast and, servers. And if you, if you want the full lineup of, of uh, you know the different outlets, different podcasts, and obviously we're, we're you know the Apple podcasts and spotify all the big ones but there's a, a couple of other ones that you may not know about just go to our website uh the reggae there's a section in there called listen to the pod clash and uh it'll give you the full list it'll give you the full link and also we've upgraded the website a little bit so now we have uh, the archive of all the shows if you want to see past shows this has been our 11th show yeah and uh we're super stoked on it and the momentum is going and we thank you all for 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 tuning in and listening and we will just want to you know keep doing it and if you guys have any comments uh for us you can email us the reggae podclash at (laughs) gmail.com i know it took me an hour you know you know how long i practiced i was like all right when you point point in the right direction yeah, it's the I, opposite. I was, it's I really doing, weird. I was doing this, just putting myself in the studio. <laughs> it's um, down there. It's down somewhere. Pointing down somewhere. But, uh, All right, Joe. Yes, yes, yes. We have those two locked in. Yeah, send us an email. Follow us on Instagram, the Reggae Pod Clash. And um, send us. People have sent us some cool messages, and and we read every single one, and uh, and are definitely making moves to try to get people's have people have requested special guests that we are now going to be having. So um, send us messages, and we want to thank our special guests, Fortunate Youth, Greg and Dan. It was super fun. Thank you, Roger. Great thank to you see Dad. you as always. Yes, man. It's been another good one. Yeah. And thank you all out there in YouTube, Facebook. We'll see you next Saturday. Later days. Later days.